Welcome back to Quarterback the Sale Podcast, where we give you the tools to lead your client from snap to touchdown. See, I believe those who have a winning mindset, a winning playbook, and a winning execution strategy, they quarterback the sale, and they win every single time. This season on Season 2, we're going above and beyond to give you real-world examples. I am your host, Zach Santmeyer, so let's become quarterbacks. I always use this spot here for some fun little, you know, uh, tidbits from the show. But listen, I'm pumped. I am so pumped about this season because this season is all about people like you. And here's what I don't want to do. I don't want you to listen to this, sit back and be like, cool. I've already talked to a couple of you who listen to these podcasts every week. And it's time to take action, baby. It's time to roll. The people that are on this show are people who are absolutely crushing it. People who... There's the bass drop. Don't just sit around and do nothing. They're people who grow their businesses. They're people I'm learning from and people I would love for you to learn from. So this week, this week's theme is action. Tiffany Zakel from Key Realty took her business from 15 realtors to over 100. Why? Because she took action. She did it. So let's roll. Here's my interview with Tiffany. You, you were on it a year ago, yes, and it was. we did it in your office, which today you're moving from. Yes, today. Legitimately so, today. So that's why we're doing this podcast, because yes. today's the day you're moving. Right. So to mourn the loss of that and celebrate the new office, <laughs> we're going to talk about the year in recap. Yes, we will. Because you had just moved to the other office. I know. You had like nothing done. It looked like it was a mess. I, thank you. Uh, thank <laughs> but, you for but, this candid but conversation. Looks, but now it looks great. It's uh, great. And um, now you're moving from it. Yes. So uh, what happened this past year? L- 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 rewind a year ago, which is crazy yes. that this was just a year ago. I know. And and what, like, can you just like give the folks like a recap of 2018? Yes. 2018 was a really transitional year for Key Realty. Um, and I, I credit a lot of that to our agents. Our agents have been incredibly helpful. I I don't even think that's an appropriate word for what they've been. They have really catapulted us forward because they're so awesome and they want to tell their friends about it. So when we met a year ago, we were just moving into this new space. We had outgrown the space on the first floor of our building. So we moved upstairs, um, triple the size. It was great. And we had, I think, maybe 30 agents at that time. It was less than that, I think. Okay, maybe less than that. But anyways, um, somewhere around that range. Um, I think that the growth of key is really like any kind of marketing product launch. You have building brand awareness and that takes a lot of early adopters and a lot of people getting into it. And then what's happened this last year is a little bit more mainstream. We got our message out. A lot more people took notice of us. One of the things in West Michigan that's very interesting is that people don't believe you're going to stick around yeah. and they need to see that you're legitimate. And so I think that happened a lot. So we did a lot of events for value add and then um we're a lot of educational events tons of educational events it's so important to give 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 that's the give, core of your business give. yeah it really is yeah. is to give um and so now we um moved again today we're moving into another triple the size space we have i think just over 90 agents which is incredible yeah, yeah. 100 agents yeah it's been really really good growth and quality growth 
I feel like a lot of brokerages grow for the sake of growth, but that's not how we've grown this last year. Yeah. We've been very intentional about the interview process, treating it as an interview and making sure that we spelled out the characteristics and quality of agents that we wanted so that we attracted the right people. I, and if I'm wrong, I'll delete this part of the podcast, but yes, is there wasn't there a story of someone who left and came back? Yeah, a couple of them, actually. Okay. We've had three people that have left for under a month and come back. Okay. Yep. Cool. Which is a testament to the quality of... So they thought the grass was greener. And that and happens sometimes. Wasn't. Really, it does. Oh, totally. Huh? Yeah. And it's so I think there's a lot of things that happen in real estate that um, upset people. And I don't... This person was not upset. What they were told was that they were going to be more productive going somewhere else and joining a team. Yeah, which totally. sometimes building a pipeline and being hungry every day and getting up with grit and persistence is not... Perseverance is not what you can do day in and day out. And so if yeah. you're told that you're going to be fed leads, really quality leads on a regular basis yeah. and you won't have to work and you'll grow your business through somebody else's hard work and achievement, yeah. then you take advantage of that. And then yeah. you realize, hey, wait, that wasn't actually the case. I still have to do all the things I was doing before. But it's a testament that they came back because yeah. a lot of times when people leave, they don't come back. They go right. somewhere else. If they leave again, then they'll go somewhere else again and they'll right. just keep trying until they find the right fit. Yeah. But they came back as it which shows that they didn't leave because of what key didn't have. They just right. left because they thought that they could find some. But I, I think it's exactly. it's kudos, it's a kudos to you and Thank to you. Key yeah. and to Dennis, you know, because you guys have built a company that now is providing real value that people really see. Yeah. It's not just a discount brokerage anymore. It's not just a fling. Now yeah. it's almost a hundred agents, yeah. which is a lot of agents in a brokerage. And the what, how long did you start a brokerage? It's only been like, like two years? It's only been two years. Two so years. January 26th, 2017 Come is on. when we started, when we launched our first educational event. And yeah, it's been very good. Um, and again, I think it goes back to we provide quality, quality, quality stuff. At the beginning, yeah. we nurture the relationship and we treat everyone the same. So I'm not gonna chase after a top producer just because they're a top producer. Actually, this is so terrible to yeah. say, um, but it's the truth. This past year, I fired our top producer for yeah. unethical behavior. Yeah, totally. And so that's what I had to do, that's what I had to do. We Everybody's treated the same, everybody gets the same split, everybody yeah. is respected the same. It's not terrible to say, that's what you should do. And if you're building a business that is gonna stand the test of time, you get rid of the trash and you, uh, you know, yeah. that's what you you got to do. So yeah. you, do, you did a good thing. Thank you. Nice work. You're building, <laughs> a, good, you. you're building a good business. So what I want to, uh, as kind of a an update episode and yeah. kind of a recap episode, I just want to kind of talk about what attributed that growth and how you've grown personally, what you've learned and what you do different um, yeah, as, you. as you've grown. So um, what, you know, we talked a little bit about, you said a good people. It's more than just good people though. What what did you attribute a lot of the, the attraction? You did these educational events, mm -hmm. but kind of what else? What would you attribute this this growth? Like some would say pretty dramatic. I mean, yeah. that's pretty quick growth. Not everybody can get a couple hundred agents or a hundred agents in a couple of years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So um, when we were doing the podcast last year, we talked a lot about the why, yes. the why of real estate, knowing your why. Um, and so the next natural step for me in that process after the why is to figure out the who the piece of the who and so i profiled out who are the agents that work really successfully in our model because our model's different yeah it's not for everyone and so i interviewed our agents that worked really well i interviewed the agents that left not um I don't burn bridges, so it was okay for me to reach out to them sure. and do that. Um, exit interview. Exactly, yeah. an exit interview, but they were gone a little bit and then I would interview them. But sure. I think 
the one thing to say when you're interviewing people, especially people that have left, is to be curious. And so instead of being judgmental in those conversations, I was very curious about what attracted them to the key in the beginning, why they left, what the messaging was, what they were feeling. And so throughout the whole process, and even during our growth, when I would test different messaging or marketing or whatever, I was curious all the time. Mm. And if I failed at something, because I failed at a whole bunch of stuff this past year, um, I was curious why and I used it as a learning mechanism rather yeah. than a, a head junk yeah. method. But that is one of the top traits of people who are successful. You know, this is yeah. curiosity. People yep. stay in curiosity. Yep. And also it's a good it's a good management tool as well is to stay in curiosity because I yeah. think I learned this lesson this past year as well is to always be curious and opposed to thinking bad or having jumping to pre you know preconceived notions it's just like consistently I'm curious about this why I'm curious about this why yeah. and that is what is helping you tweak right yeah. so you're tweaking along the way you're not just staying the same right. and saying screw you you know I can't believe you left you exactly jerk. no and there's no reason for that behavior exactly. either I really think that if somebody leaves there is a legitimate reason behind it whether they tell you what that reason is or not is one thing or another and almost always I find it's um, it's some sort of crisis or that they believe something will be better if they leave and mm. so if I can figure out what the crisis is so that I can avoid it in the future for example I had a whole bunch of people tell me when I would do checkup meetings with them after that first month I have no idea what I'm doing mm. and I'm, well that's not a success for me right and so I need to put some sort of mechanism in place that they don't feel lost because we are a virtual brokerage model where they don't check in every single day at an office. Yeah. And so I built what your first three weeks at key should look like or yeah. for transferring agents, what you should be doing in your first three weeks of a transfer. And it's really just a checklist that goes through and it puts together resources that they can look at. Typically ask questions, frequently ask questions um, like where do we get signs from? How do we order business cards? Those kinds of things. The things that people take for granted when they're in the business and don't have these conversations with like regular check-ins. So I think that helped us grow um, just being curious because it allowed me to be proactive in the conversation rather than crisis mode reactive all the time. Yeah, yeah. and you've you've made some tweaks in your process, but yes. what tweaks have you made in your leadership style as well? Yeah, so my leadership style, I brought on someone to help me because I was a bottleneck to our own success. And so what I found out was there are things that I do really, really well, mm -hmm. and there are things that I struggle with, um, either because they're not my genius zone or because they take up too much time and I'm trying to do it myself because I'm a control freak. And so allowing, <laughs> allowing myself, um, I Listen, yeah, I, <laughs> I really have to be okay with somebody doing it at 80%. Um, of what I would expect from myself yep. so that it could be done because done is better than perfect in my head, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'll overthink something past that point. And so my leadership style has really shifted to being a collaborative support for our agents and treating our agents like my clients because really and truly they are. Yeah. And so if I can um, develop a deeper servant leadership style for their benefit, everybody wins and that's how we've grown so fast i really and truly believe because they feel and sense the community that we've created and they tell their friends yeah. and their friends come and how you treat them is how they treat exactly. clients which is an extension of your clients as well i mean they're all part of key you know exactly what are some things that that haven't changed uh, for you that you've kind of said 
I'm sticking to my guns, even though it feels like I should change this or I could tweak it or I could maybe take a shortcut, I'm not going to. No, um, so one of the things that I continue to do and will always do, despite the fact that I've been told repeatedly not to, is I love to test and adjust. Um, and so I test marketing messaging all the time. And some of them are total flops and some of them our founder calls me and tells me he did not like the way it was said and that happens sometimes. Um, but <laughs> I will continue to test and be curious and learn and grow um, because innovation is important in our industry and it's happening so rapidly around us that I think it's I think it's necessary to innovate and be curious and to be a student. Um, the other thing that I will not change is sticking to my why first. I think it's important to spend a little bit of time in the morning coming back together with yourself and what your goal has been because it is so easy to skip that first five to 30 minutes in your day and just go right into checking your smartphone and being on your email and responding to these things. And in that way, you end up being reactive yeah. and you're not your best self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I think is often missed with servant leadership is the thought that a servant can't build an empire. A conqueror oh, no. has to build an empire. Yeah. Right. And so what what tools and resources have you used to help grow in servant leadership? I think that's a great question and one that I constantly evaluate if I'm doing enough in that yeah. way. Um, I think that there are a lot of really great leaders that come at servant leadership as a checkbox that they have to do. And if I do mm. this thing, then I'll have better quality people and I'll have more followers and I'll they'll catapult me forward. But they don't do it from the right heart. Mm. And so the tool that I use most often is quiet time in the morning to mm. reflect on what my people need. And then also just and I know, I know everybody stalls at this point before they say something like this, but it's the truth. Um, if I can spend a little bit of time in thoughtfulness and even in prayer about the people that are yeah. underneath me yeah. so that I can be the best leader that I can totally. be for them to find the wisdom that I need, yeah. then that's the tool that I can use. There are a lot of um, online tools or mechanisms or different platforms that you can use to be a really great leader. Yeah. But I think being quiet with yourself mm. and thinking about what the needs of your people are first is the most important thing you can do as a leader. Yeah, I love that. You talked about innovation too. Yeah, innovation is a key word, a buzzword. Um, you got to stop saying trendy. key. I put it in. I'll your be mind. right back with my interview with Tiffany in just I'm a second. <laughs> hey, you guys know my book, Quarterback <laughs> Sale, is out. Like, People are getting it. If you like, haven't, you're, you're missing out. Get your free things. copy yeah. today okay, if you're a realtor or lender at trumbleagency.com and click on the Realtors Lenders tab. There's some other fun nuggets for you there as well. But I want you to get a free book of Quarterback Sale. I can't help you unless you get it. It's time to take action. Go to trumbleagency. Com today, like, click like, on Realtors or Lenders and get your free book. What is Back to my interview with Tiffany you Ziegler. Okay, so I'm gonna take you on a trip about 18 months ago. I was 
going backwards. Um, that's our time travel noise. Uh, I was watching this digital shift happen in real estate, which we've been monitoring for sure. a couple of years now. But there is a very, very real um, and very noticeable digital shift happening. And a lot of people have no idea how to navigate it, especially yeah. real estate agents that have been in real estate forever or brokerages that have been in real estate forever. And so because of that, I wanted to be observant as to what was happening outside of real estate for digital marketing. And so I started diving into digital marketing courses and I wanted to learn as much as I could about this new digital environment to bring and parallel back into real estate. And so what I did was I took, um, I spent way too much money on it, but it was worth every penny, mm -hmm. um, a course on digital marketing. And I learned how to be an effective digital marketer. And so then I tried to blog. And that definitely did not work. Um, <laughs> I, I, blogging is like so cool I know. thing. I it's just so cool, it right? And then the next thing I Who heard reads was blogs anymore. Right, guys. But they still says it's, it's yes. It's supposedly so, su supposedly popular, but uh, supposedly. So there was a blog that was involved for a hot second. Um, I'm doing LinkedIn marketing right now, which is uh, again another okay. buzz thing. Everybody's like, go to LinkedIn. That's where you find clients. Are realtors on LinkedIn? So super interesting. Um, realtors are on LinkedIn trying to sell listings. That's not who's on LinkedIn. No. Referral partners are on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yep. So building relationships with referral partners for re mm. for real estate agents is very important because why do people list? Death, divorce, distress, and lifestyle upgrade. Who's on LinkedIn? Divorce attorneys, estate planning companies, lenders, insurance companies, um, doctor's offices, uh, an OBGYN you can build a referral relationship with because that's a lifestyle upgrade. Having a baby is a lifestyle sure. upgrade. So there's a lot of, I mean, it depends on who you ask, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> there are lots of different reasons to be on LinkedIn. Um, that's been working very successfully for me, uh, the LinkedIn marketing. Another super huge flop because I had the messaging incorrect was email campaigns. And so if I can automate what mm. my email messaging is, mm. that's, um, that's very powerful. But I did it incorrectly. I didn't tell a story. I was just like everybody else sending an email. You didn't tell a story, meaning you didn't like have six emails that like progressively told yes. something. You yes. just said, I sell real estate. Let yep. me help you. Yep. The messaging was totally off. In fact, my first email campaign, oh my gosh, my first email campaign, I'm sure that didn't come up very well on what audio. What was it called? Uh, it was, I don't even want to tell you what it was, it was so bad. Um, but let me sell you a house. Let me buy you a house. Let me, <laughs> let me buy you a house. house. Well, you have to remember my clients are real estate agents. Yes, yes, I'm a broker. Yes. Um, okay, and yep. so I'm just, but you still sell though, I a little bit. sell to one client. I have exactly one client that I will have for my entire life and nobody <laughs> will know who they are. But anyways, um, my agents know who they are. So the email campaign dick devos that in itself is a whole political yeah, statement which else. i will stay yeah, out of yeah. as a real estate <laughs> professional the issue with the the drip campaign sequence that i sent out which was six emails it was going to be great is that in the auto response for the name like you know how it plugs in the automated name yes it was my name and hey, so Tiffany. every email went out as, hey, Tiffany, hi, <laughs> Tiffany, to 2,300 agents. It's, oh, you know, Lord. that was a big fat fail. And so that sucked. But it's it's testing and adjusting. And so you continue to innovate. The best solution, I think, for finding innovation is real estate is to watch what's happening on the coast because mm -hmm. their innovation is about 18 months ahead of what we'll do yeah, here. Yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah, if you implement and observe what's happening 
probably the opposite, observe, then implement what's yeah. happening on the coast here, you're going to be seen as a leader in the market, just period. Yeah. So New York is an interesting market. Um, I think New York is harder than what we can expect in West Michigan. It's tough. It's tough. It's, um, it's blunt and that's not what West Michigan wants. I think a better market to follow is something like a Denver or um, a San Diego or Los Angeles. San Francisco is okay, but um, just Seattle is a very good one to follow. There's really, really good market pockets of great um, real estate markets over there that are a little bit friendlier. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Not I think New York throat. Yeah, I think New York has really great marketing innovation, but I wouldn't use their same messaging here. It would rub people the wrong way in West Michigan. Isn't it funny because the realtors I talk to in Barry County mm-hmm. say the exact same thing about King County. Oh I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it seems it, it, it just seems to be like the bigger it gets, yeah. the more cutthroat it can get. Yeah. But like I think that's something you probably say you're not going to waver on though. Still, like no. you're not going to get that way, even when other people do. Yeah, exactly. And I think the way that you avoid that is to keep your why and your voice at the center of your messaging. You can play around with the marketing and the creative all you want, but keep your voice and your message at the center because the second that you lose that, you lose your connection with somebody. You lose yeah. the no like and trust factor. You lose the authenticity of the conversation. Yeah. Which is what's helped you grow your business is to stay yeah. authentic. But yeah. I think it's also telling, like you just stay curious. Like yeah. the email thing. By the way, you helped me with something you didn't oh. even know. You helped me realize that I did not pay my GRAR renewal. Oh, and I got shoot. an email from you. Yeah. That said, hey, if you're interested in staying in real estate, and I'm still yeah. getting the email. I, oh, that's so good. I want one of your drift gifts. There you go. Um, <laughs> so I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I, I, what? So, so I called Gerard. I had to pay my dues. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's a very interesting one as well. Um, so when something changes in real estate, you can offer your opinion on that change. And so Gerard changed their billing policies this last year. And... I decided to do something about it yeah. because it, it was a shift for a lot of people. It was unexpected. They gave people 17 days notice and I'm like, yeah. hey, yeah. there's this thing that happened and so I'm going to be proactive about it. Yeah, so right? you started an email drip campaign. I started an email drip campaign. How did you get a list of all the people that were leaving? That's did you like secret. take your, you took the list, you got to update a list and That's took all secret. the people out? That's a secret, sir. That's Somehow, I'm on the list. You are Whatever on the list. Whatever list you got, I'm on the list. Yep, you are on the list. Take me um, off the list. Because when people come into real estate, when people go out of real estate, when people, there's a change in their billing for real estate, those are moments that are transition points for them. Totally. And so why not have a conversation at a transition point? I thought I'd real estate after the email. I bet you did. I said, maybe I could do this. Did you get the text that came after it? No, I did not. Oh, okay, well. I probably put my office phone number there. Yeah, see, landline. Yeah. I can't text a landline. Yeah. So that, it's multiple touch points on multiple platforms. Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, text message, email, campaign. What do you use for that? I'm just curious. I'm not going to tell you. You can't tell me what you no, use? Is it a, a key secret. specific thing? No, it's not a key specific thing. Um, I have a CRM. I have a virtual professional. I have an administrator. Yeah. I have a Google number. Yeah. They can good. all sign in and text. Yep. Good, good. Yeah. You still have that uh, virtual assistant? I do. George. Okay, he still, still sends happy birthday messages. Really? Yeah. So this is still George. It's still George. Still the same guy. George I, see, is I awesome. thought you would get rid of him once you got the in-house guy. Absolutely not. Aubrey. No, well, Audrey. Aubrey, Aubrey, and yes. she's fantastic too. No, Aubrey serves a different um, function for me. So I have six uh, support people now, which is exciting for me. Let's talk about this. Okay. Last year, <laughs> I had George. You had George. <laughs> I had George. And George was new to you, and I kept getting I messages love from George. George. George was great. So George he's, he is great. So he's he still around. George is, is so great. He put up a 
a video of him this weekend of him on a moped with his wife around uh, whatever city they live in in the Philippines, which I always forget, um, of him in his t-shirt. What? He was in his t-shirt on his... I, did, I sent him oh, Christmas gifts. Oh, my word. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> George. George so is the man. So you have six of them now. So we it went from six. George. Yes. Now, does George have assistance for himself now? George is about to get his first assistant. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, George doesn't know that yet, so if George. that's... George, man. You're hearing it here first. You are hearing it here first. Yeah, so George... Um, George is about to get another person because we've grown so much, and which is great. But I have George. I have another broker that I brought on, um, yep. Nicole Rinks, who yep. is helping out as well with co-broker support. Yep. Um, I have Aubrey. I have the two interns. I have Luke. And I have Chris Coddington, who good. is just the man. Okay, good. He is What does Chris man. do for you? Chris does my LinkedIn marketing now. Okay, perfect. Great. Yeah. So how many of these people are full-time? How many are part-time? I have... Aubrey and George as full-time wow. folks, and then the rest George of them George is are... full-time now. Yeah. Because when we talked to you, now full-time. I know. So this is now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. How did <laughs> yes. you expand? You brought on like six assistants. I know. I couldn't expand myself. I was the bottleneck of my own growth. Yep. That's really what happened. And so then that information becomes crushing and you can overwhelm yourself with that too that you are stifling your own success and so i brought on other people and i train them and they do the things that's awesome yeah so i can continue to be fully present in the conversations when i'm having them exactly you're not doing everything because georgia's on the back end with yeah. chris and i mean ev- all the people next next year we're going to talk and do a recap again next year there's going to be 300 agents at key and there's going to be 17 assistants that work for that Tiffany. could be you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have to draw a graph for the assistance of the assistance of the assistance of the assistance of the assistance to get down to the nth degree. You may have to. Um, but listen, I mean that's what you have to do, and that works for you, and it works really well for you, and you're, you're yeah. seeing a lot of success, and yeah. you're still staying staying personal, you're still staying in the present, and you're not negotiable on these certain things of why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's not negotiable for you. Yeah. I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's really important as you grow. And I think I think it's necessary. You have to stay at your core because yeah. there is such a distraction that comes with success you can have somebody that is just getting started out and they have the hustle and grit and perseverance and they have a vision towards something great but when they get there there's all sorts of different levels of distractions and stressors and goals and growth and it's very interesting to me to see somebody in their success because you see even more of who they are than when they were just getting started yeah you can very quickly become dominated by greed or just very nasty things well, when you have servant leadership and you're yeah. you're trying to build a legacy you're not just trying to make a buck right you've made a buck now yeah good let's move on and do something else but also i can still be oriented towards empire growth yeah. i i want empire trust me oh, yeah, i have I great goals for 2019 yeah. goals that scare even me how many, how many realtors 2019 i'm not going to tell you Come the answer on. to that um i am hoping to be at 300 by the end of this year you are right um i'm also hoping tiffany thanks hoping so much for being on the podcast again hey guys if you're anything like me I have my first you're inspired right now speaking engagement you just heard already, the story of how someone 10x their business so in one year. Um, it's time for you now and me to take action. To, but Start doing the tasks. Really, really huge Start doing the things really, really that successful people do. So hey, thanks so much to, to our sponsor, Trumbull Insurance Agency. If you're a realtor or a lender and, and you currently don't send us business, come on, man, listen to this podcast. Help a brother out. Send your clients our way, trumbullagency.com. We'd love to help you and all of your clients. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.